These words from the gospel lesson read just a few moments ago, where Luke writes, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Luke chapter 15, from which the text for this message is taken, has often been referred to as the lost and found chapter of the Bible. In this chapter, Jesus tells three parables about someone or something being lost and found again. First, the story of the lost sheep, then the lost coin, and then the lost son. The growing numbers in these stories seem to escalate their value. The lost sheep, just one out of a hundred. The lost coin, one out of ten. And the lost son, one out of two. What is the same about them is that each story ends with the lost being found, after which there is a great celebration. Now, why did Jesus tell these parables? The climate in the church in Jesus' day was a tragic one. Sinners were squashed rather than ministered to. Two classes had formed, the good and the evil, and those who thought of themselves as good had no use for the bad or the evil. Sound familiar? However, what is interesting is that both groups gathered around Jesus. Today's gospel lesson says it this way. The tax collectors and the sinners were all gathering around Jesus to hear him. The gospel also reports that it was the habit of the Pharisees and the scribes, the Jewish leaders, to gather there too. But they came because, not because what Jesus said was something they wanted to hear, but because they were suspicious of him. What Jesus said, said angered them, and it's easy to see why. Jesus was disturbing the social structures of that day, and to them that was a far greater problem than having people running all around in despair and in need of God's love and forgiveness. In their concern to maintain the structure of their society and to protect their own power base, they forgot that it was their duty to help those in need. So they grumbled about Jesus. The irony of it all, the criticism of the religious leaders only assured Jesus that he was doing the right thing. Yes, the Pharisees and the scribes thought they were exposing Jesus' weaknesses when in actuality what they were really doing was declaring with a frown the good news about Jesus. For what better news could there be for the lost, the sinner, the down and out of society than to hear, this fellow Jesus welcomes sinners and eats with them. He feeds the hungry and heals the sick. The scribes and Pharisees had the right lyrics. They were just singing them to the wrong tune. Jesus welcomes sinners. 
Jesus does not make us beg for the food of his love and forgiveness before he gives it. Jesus feeds us and heals us with his love. Can you think of any better news? Is that the message we're declaring here at the seminary in the classroom, in this chapel, in our actions and attitudes toward one another and the world outside this campus? How do we treat those who are lost, the spiritually and physically in need among us and around us? Do we think of ourselves as better than they are? Do we act that way? We here at this seminary certainly need to take inventory of ourselves in this matter. We cannot afford to have the same exclusive better than thou attitude as did the scribes and Pharisees of Jesus' day. We need daily to admit that without Christ's love and forgiveness, we are all lost. We need daily to lay bare our sins before God and before all whom we've offended. That's the first step toward being found. Yes, admitting that by ourselves we are lost, lost in our sins. Call that confession or whatever you like, but that's not easy, is it? It hurts. No wonder I catch myself trying to dismiss my sins instead of confessing them. No wonder that at times I find myself judging those around me instead of bearing the burdens of those living and working with me on this campus. What about you? At the beginning of this academic year, it is important that we help one another see that God loves us and wants to bear our burdens. It's important that we lift one another up, especially those who are hurting or struggling with temptation or those classmates who are having difficulty adjusting to their classes or their environment. I'm sure that numbers many of you, as well as your wives and families, feeling lost is the best way to say it. Isn't it wonderful, though, that our God, the one who sent his son to die and rise again for us, knows how we feel? And what's more, he doesn't stand around waiting for us to come to him. No, he daily comes looking for us. He comes to save us, to love us, to forgive us, to give us all that he is. And when he finds us, like the shepherd who found the lost sheep and then cries out, rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. Or the woman who cries out, rejoice with me, I found my lost coin. So God rejoices over you and me. One final thought. Jesus ends today's gospel lesson saying, I tell you there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. I would like to add, Somehow we need to become more like the angels before we join them in eternity. And by the way, you don't have to be deputized by Jesus to do this. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.